Okay. Daf Yutes Amid Beis. We're up to two lines from the bottom. So the halacha was like this. The halacha is the Rabbanon hold that Eishes Achshalei is a problem in all situations. Even if Levi is born after Shimon did Yibam, it's a problem. Now the question we asked yesterday is that if Levi is born after Shimon did Yibam, that means that when Levi is born, he knows her as, Ruve, as Shimon's wife. She's not Reuven's wife. So what's the problem? So the Gemara says Yivma. That that Yivma tells you that even after Shimon did Yibam, it's still Reuven's wife. We still look at her as Reuven's wife. Yivma. The Yivma means that even after do Yivam, it's not your wife. It's your brother's wife, and you're just being mam But it's not your wife. So the Gemara says Akasha. Fine. So the Gemara says Akasha. According to you, that what after do Yivam, it's still considered the brother's wife. Sen. The Brisa says that after Yibum, she's your wife Legamri. Meaning, go the next page. The halacha is that after Yibum, you could divorce her with a get. You don't have to do chalitza. She's your wife. You divorce her. You can bring her back. You're a regular wife. But here's the kasha. If you say that Yibum means that after Yibum, it's still your brother's wife then Lachora, you shouldn't be able to divorce her with a get. You should only be able to do chalitza. Meaning, if you, the Torah says that there's this thing called chalitza, which is the way to sever that relationship, and you're telling me that after you marry her, it's still your brother's wife, so if after you marry it's still your brother's wife, then a get shouldn't work after Yivam. You should need chalitza after Yivam. Meaning, if you're looking at her as not your wife, but your brother's wife, then the only way to break that, that relationship is chalitza. Why? Because when you did Yibam, it's your wife. So then, it, meaning basically, it's sort of a contradiction. You're telling me that when it comes to Eishas Achshel even after Yibam, it's your brother's wife. But when it comes to the standard Yibam, it's now your wife. So which one is it? After Yibam, is she your wife, and a get suffices? Or is she still your brother's wife that you're living with? That That's why it's Eishas So which one is it? So the Gemara says... The answer is we have a source that once you do Yibam, it's your wife. Meaning, it's a contradiction, basically. Yeah. One Pasuk says that, <coughs> that after Yibam, it's still your brother's wife. Another Pasuk says that after Yibam, it's your wife. So we said, so for Eishas Ach it's your brother's wife. For a get, it's your wife. So the Gemara says, so basically, you have like two notions. One is that Yibam is that it's your brother's wife. One is that Ishtai, it's Ishtai L'Choldavar. So how do you know when to put, you know, each, meaning it's like the connect the dots thing, like when you're in school. So you have, it's your wife after Yibam, a get suffices. That's, oh, that's that Pasuk. But, that's, it's still your brother's wife. Like, what, how do you know? How do you know when to use which concept? Meaning maybe, maybe after Yibam you need Chalitza instead of a get because it's your brother's wife. No, 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 no. After that, we use the other pasuk. How do you know when to use which pasuk? Right, you have the two pasukim. One pasuk implies that after Yibam, it's it's your wife. Another pasuk implies after Yibam, it's your brother's wife. So we said, okay. So for Eishes actually, it's your brother's wife. For for Chalitza, for Gittin purposes, it's your wife. How do you know when to use which? So the Gemara says very simple. Mistabra shadi atera atera shadi esura esura. The answer is when you deal with the iser of Eishes actually, it makes more sense that we would use the concept of. You know, it's still your brother's wife to make the iser. When it comes to standard, you know, you want to give a get, which is heter, we'll use the other one. Meaning it just makes more sense. It's more rational if you know that sometimes it's your wife and sometimes it's your brother's wife. So regarding isurim, we'll treat it as your brother's wife. It just makes more sense. 
Regarding the Isser, we'll say it's your brother's wife. Regarding whether you need a get or chalitza, it's your wife. It just makes more sense that we would use, we would be more machmer, basically. So the Gemara says, a very interesting question. It's a strange question because like, the answer is so obvious. The cash is like this. According to Rav Shimon, once, the, the, according to Rav Shimon, according to Rav Papa's version of Rav Shimon, when Levi is born after Shimon did Yivam, Levi can marry her. Why? Because it's not Reuven's wife. It's Shimon. I mean, he knows her as Shimon's wife. He never knew her as Reuven's wife. He only knows her as Shimon's wife. So the Gemara says the Kasha. According to Rav Shimon's notion that she was never Usr, he only knew her as Reuven's, as Shimon's wife, not Reuven's wife. So let me ask you Kasha. Where says, what if you have the following situation? What if your brother, the paternal brother, you have Reuven? There's no, there's no, there's no Shimon's not born yet. Reuven marries a woman who happens to be, when Shimon will be born, it's Shimon's maternal sister. So Reuven and this woman are not related because different fathers, different mothers. Reuven marries a woman, then Reuven has a brother, then Reuven dies, then Reuven dies. and this, and this, this woman is his sister-in-law and his, I don't know, his, uh, his, and it's also his half-sister. It's his sister-in-law and his half-sister, right? Whatever it is. So it's an erva, but it's also his sister-in-law. And when he was born, he only knew her. Meaning, why don't we say the same thing? If, if you're telling me that it just matters of how he knows her, meaning he never knows her as Reuben's wife, he only knows her as Shimon's wife, so he only knows her as his sister-in-law. Even though it happens to also be his, his sister, but he only knows her. Why don't you say that? So the, the kasha is very strange because the answer is ex- incredibly obvious. Where did the iser? Of the si- it's still the sister. <laughs> like it's a, the Gemara says, "Iser achaisel hechanazel." Where did the iser of the sister go? Meaning, uh, he, yes, he knows her as his sister-in-law, but he, it's also his sister. That, that you know, he knows her as both. So the Gemara says, "Hachanami iser achav shleiba elam hechanazel." So why don't we say over here that he also knows her as Reuven's wife? The answer is high isur the less high isur the The answer is the isur of a sister never goes away, that can never leave. The whether, the, the isur of a eishasach of a of a sister in law, it just depends on when you were born. Meaning that's an isur that inherently will leave, and the second he, she marries Shimon, it's not like a new concept. It's not like you know when she was married to Reuben, married to Shimon, the different isurim. It's the same isur. It's your sister in law. It's just Reuven and Levi were not alive at the same time. But the second she marries Shimon, he becomes Shimon's wife. It's the Isser inherently, it, it goes away by nature because the sister-in-law's Isser goes away every time there's a Yibam. You just have to figure out, is it Eishash actually about him? The answer is no, because he knew her as Shimon. But when it comes to your sister, I know her as my sister-in-law. No, no, she's your sister-in-law and your sister. It's not comparable at all. It's a strange, like the Havamina is a, is a strange Havamina. Okay, let's start the Mishnah. The Mishnah says like this. Klal Amru Biyavama, these are the rules of Yibam. Kol she iser erva, anytime a woman falls to you and she is an iser dairaisa of an erva, of kares, loy chayletzes, loy misyavemes, there's no chalitz and there's no Yibam. Good. Iser mitzvah of iser kedusha. Let's say this woman is not a kares, she's an iser mitzvah or an iser kedusha, as we'll see. Iser mitzvah pashtus is an iser derabonon. There are relationships that are arayas, that are rabbinic. They're called shniyas. They're second set of relatives. They're rabbinic arayas. Isser mitzvah is a second set of arayas. Like, um, the Gemara will tell, like, you know, um, not your cousin, but like, 
your 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 aunt's your aunt's half sister or something like that. They, they have it's like a second category. There's what arayas are from the Torah, and then Chazal added one more layer. They're rabbinic arayas. So if an isimitz of pashas and it's a kedusha is chayvilavin, like an almana to a kain gadol, a grusha to a kain hadith. So if any of those women fall to you, so let's say a divorcee falls to a kain, so then the halacha is, uh, it's not kares, but you're not allowed to marry her. So you do chalitza. Right, you, you, you have to do something because it's 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 biblically a valid relationship. But you're not going to do yibum because the Torah doesn't want you to to, to marry this woman. So it's chalitza. Okay. Now this concept we've had this before. If you remember, was a daf test or something test? I think test in the days. Yeah, the very very long Rashi. What what the basic premise is like this: If you have four brothers. I'll just a very big kids of the case. It's not complicated. Two brothers are married to two sisters. Yeah, they both die. So we said both brothers can't do yibum. Why? Because each brother is sort of engaged to both sisters because they're zika. Right, so both brothers do chalitza. Yeah? Because you have Reuben, Shem, and Levi, Yehuda. Reuben, Shem, married to two sisters. Reuben, Shem, and die. Levi, and Yehuda, neither one can do yibum because Levi's engaged to both. Yehuda's engaged to both. What if, in addition to them being sisters, one of them happens to be Levi's daughter? Okay. Well, sisters and Levi's daughter. So then the halacha is, Levi can do yibam on one of the sisters. Why? Because he's not bound to his daughter. So when they two fall to yibam to him, again, they're not co-wives, so they're not going to exempt each other, but when, they two, when two of them fall to yibam, we're actually in the mission, when two of them fall to yibam, the halacha is, he could do yibam on one of them. Why? Because the whole problem with these two sisters is that he's engaged to both. The zika, there's no zika by his daughter. And that was the, the very long Rashi and Daftes explained how each case you could have such a mitzvah. But that's what it's referencing. It's a good kasha. That's why I probably should not have said daughter. Oh, there is actually one case that has to do with rape or something. But let's go with uh, uh, sisters and his mother-in-law, as the daughter-in-law. I, I don't know. I, I forget it. Whatever. They, 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 whatever. One of them is sisters and an erva. So the halacha is, he could do even on the other one because he's not bound to both. He's only bound to one. Yeah. There are many pictures in uh, Art Scroll 9b. There are many diagrams to figure that out. So the Gemara says, the Mishnah then says, Isser Mitzvah, what is an Isser Mitzvah? As I said before, Isser Mitzvah, you do Chalitza. What's an Isser Mitzvah? That's Shniyas Medivri Saifim. Those are Rabbinic Arayas. What's an Isser Kedusha? That's Amanda Lechayin Gadol, Grushel Chalitza Lechayin Hadit. Mamzer is an Isser Mitzvah, Basis is an Mamzer. That's Mamzer, any Chavilab. And the Gemara is going to explain why is Chavilab called Kedusha and why is Rabbinic Arayas called mitzvah. Okay, let's run through the Gemara. Klal asimai, the Mishnah started off by saying klal, this is the rule when it comes to arayas, that you don't do yibum on an erva, and she potters the co-wife. So what's the klal? What is it adding? So, to include the co-wife of an islandist, that not only do you not do yibum on an islandist, but the co-wife is exempt, and that's kidravasi, like that's ravasi shita, which we had in Dafyud Beis. Okay, so that's what Misha's adding. Some have, though, the exact opposite version, Ve'ikadami, some the opposite, that it's to exclude the Tsar of an islandist, and not like Ravasi. That the Mishnah says, Kol The Bryce, this is from a Bryce, the Bryce says that you only exempt an erva, but if it's not an erva, it's not exempt. So what is that excluding? It's excluding an islandist that the islandist is not an erva to pata the co-wife. So you have a diak from our Mishnah that, like Ravasi, that an islandist pata is a co-wife, but the Brisa implies not like this. So this is the Ikadami, so there's different versions of who you're going to go with. Okay. 
Then the Mishnah said, right? That if your sister, if one of the sisters fall to one of the bro- to two of the brothers, but one of the brothers is connected to that sister as an erva, he can marry the other one. So the Gemara just speaks it out. If one of these sisters is a, only a rabbinic erva, then that won't be enough to pater because then you're still connected to her. It must be that it's an iser erva. Again, that you have the two sisters, four brothers, two brothers married to two sisters. They both die, so each one is engaged to both. But if one of them is an erva, also, so one of them is a sister, but it's also uh, is the mother-in-law. I don't know, whatever. Then the halacha is then there is no connection with that sister, so he does yivum on the other one. Fine. Now, we said an Isser Mitzvah is a rabbinic erva. Why is it called Mitzvah? Again, the Gemara in Chaf Aleph is going to go through what these are, what these relationships are. I had to research them once because when I wrote the Sefer on weddings, like, who cannot be an aide? So there's the Arayas and then the Shnias. The Shnias are the second set. It's like, I, I don't want to speak out. But it's, it's, whatever the Arayas are, you add one more generation. Like your, uh, your uncle... Like the uncle is an erva, the aunt is an erva, your great aunt. That's a shnir. It's one generation off. Okay. So that's called an iser mitzvah. Why is it called iser mitzvah? Am I called iser mitzvah? Because there's a mitzvah to listen to the rabbis. These are rabbinic arayas. And there's a mitzvah to listen to the rabbis. Then we said an iser kedusha is a lav. It's chayvi lavin. Like amana kain gadol, grishukhaz chayn hadiyat, mamzer. It's called iser kedusha. Again, Isser Mitzvah is only Rabbonon. Isser Kedusha is a lav. So the Gemara says, Amai Karile Isser Kedusha. Why is it called Kedusha? Because these women, there's no Kares, but if you marry them, you're Poigim in Kedusha. Meaning, if a Koyin marries a Grusha, it's a Pagam in his Kedusha. So the Gemara says, wait a minute. I'm sorry, Tanya, review the Machlef. Review actually reversed it. He did Isser Mitzvah is Chayvi Lavin, and Isser Kedusha is the rabbinic ones. He, he reversed it. Why? Isser Mitzvah, Manal Kain Gadu Gushul Chazran Hadit. Amai Karlim, Isser Mitzvah, he actually holds that Mitzvah is Chayvi Lavin. And why is it called Mitzvah? Dechsiv Eilaha Mitzvahs. Because when it introduces those are those isurim of an almana to a Kain Gadol and a Grusha to a Kain Hadit, it uses the word Eilaha Mitzvahs. So that's why it's called Isser Mitzvah. Isser Kedusha, according to Rav Yehuda, because he switched it, is Shniyas Medivri Seifrim. Issa Kedusha is Rabbinic Arayas. So why are they called Issa Kedusha? I'm not called Issa Kedusha. I'm Rabbi Yikol. Mekayim Divrecham Nikr Kaddish. Because if you listen to the rabbis, you're called holy. Now here's the problem. If I tell you, right, I can tell you like with, with the boys in the morning, if I were to use this term, I know exactly what they would say. Let's say someone says, do I have to light Hanukkah candles? So you say, it's a, it's a Mitzvah Darabonah. If you do it, you're called holy. So you know what they would say? Okay, then I'm good. I don't have to be called holy. That's fine. I'm not going to get punished. I'm not going to punish. I'm just not holy. That's fine. That's literally how... See, the problem is you're telling me that a Durabonon is called Kaddish because if you keep the Durabonon, Nikra Kaddish, and if you don't keep the Durabonon, what? You're just not called Kaddish? You're a Russia. That's not... The, so the Gemara says... It's not a lack of Kaddusha. You're, you're a Russia. So why are you calling Issa Durabonon? Issa Kaddusha... And it can't be because if you keep the Rabbanon, you're called holy. You're, it's worse than that. If you keep the Rabbanon, you're called holy. And if you don't keep the Rabbanon, you're a Russia. So it's not just... Holiness implies just like this added, you know, level. So why is the Arias of the Rabbanon called Kaddish? So you says, you want to know why? Because what the Rabbanon did when they made the second set of Arias is they had these women that were mutter, but they said, Kaddish Right? Kaddish Atzim Mutalach. That... 
These, it's not that every Durabonon is Kaddish. These women are called Kaddish because Kaddish The Chazal are sanctifying us by preventing us from marrying women that you're allowed to marry. Kaddish Fine. Okay. Now, here's the Kasha, and it's going to take us basically to the end of the daf. And that is, I'll just speak it outside, then we'll see it inside. You don't do Yibam on an Almana to a Kayin Gadol. So if the Kayin Gadol has every, basically, a Kayin Gadol will never do Yibam. Because right, if she's falling to him, that means she's an almana. Right? I just thought of that. Most clever thing I've ever thought about. So, so, so you never do yibum, right? You never do yibum. Why not? So you'll say, okay, because it's a lot. Ase should be the cholos ase. So the answer is, an almana to a kain gadol is a losa seva ase. Because it's a losa se because uh, she's an almana, and it's an ase to marry a basula. Here's the problem. You can have an almana who's a basula. What if a woman got engaged, she did Kedushin, and then the husband dies? So she should fall to him. She's still a Basula. She's an Almana, so there's an Issa Loisase, but there's no Issa Ase. There's no Ase. So why don't you have a Seidach Loisase? That's the Gemara's Kasha, it's going to take us to the end of the daf. Why doesn't an Almana, a Kayin Gadol, do Yibam an Almana from Kedushin, meaning she's a Basula, she's just a widow, but she could be widowed and still be a Basula. Why don't you say a Seidach Loisase? That's the Gemara's Kasha. So let's see it inside. Amana l'kain gadol. In Amana, a kain gadol never does yibum. So the Gemara says, Kapasik Vitani, the mission just says nothing. Just a straight no, like a hard no. Loisha minasun, loisha minarisun. It doesn't seem to matter whether she's a widow after marriage or a widow after Kedushin. The difference is, if she's a widow after Kedushin, she's still a basula. If she's a widow after Nesuin, she's not a basula. So the Gemara says, Babish minasun. I understand why she doesn't do yibum. After Nesuin, because she's no longer Basula. So it's Ase Velois Ase. Because then, him marrying her is an Ase Velois Ase. Because there's an Ase to marry a Basula. There's a Lois Ase in marrying Almana. It's an Ase de Cholosev Ase. So I understand why the Mitzvah Yibum doesn't override marrying this woman. That's the Maris Kasha. The Kasha is, if she is an Almana, but she's still a Basula, it's just a Lois Ase. So why doesn't the Ase Doich Lois Ase? So the Gemara says, Amr of Gidol Merav, Amr Kra. This is the first attempt, and this is a very big Chiddush. Rav Gidol Merav says that the reason why in a Kohen Gadol doesn't do Yibam is because there's a special exemption that Chayvei Lavin do not do Yibam. Special exemption. Chayvei Lavin not do Yibam. Forget about it. The Torah says not to. The Torah says not to. Meaning, if I were to ask you why doesn't a Chayvei Lavin do Yibam, because it's Chayvei Lavin. No, no, no. The Torah specifically says Chayvei Lavin don't do Yibam. Special Xeris HaKosa. The Gemara says, it says regarding Chalitza, also Yevimte Hashara, that the Yevama, the woman who's supposed to do Yivim, goes to do Chalitza. Why does the, or the Torah describe her as a Yevama? It should say also Isha. The answer is, says the Gemara, Chalitza The Gemara says, because there is a Yevama, there's a woman, who the Torah says, just do Chalitza. The Torah is mitzavah her to do Chalitza, and that's Chayvi Lavin, meaning, right now we're saying that a Chayvi Lavin cannot do Yivim. Cannot. Now, the Gemara, let's just do two more lines and I'll tell you the kasha that we're going to have constant kashas, which is, the halacha is that if Chayvi Lavin did Yibam, it works. Now, if this tire, if this Pasuk is specifically exempting them from Yibam, then it shouldn't work, right? Now we're saying that the reason they can't do Yibam, because the Pasuk says specifically do Chalitza, the problem we're going to have is that there are braises that definitely indicate that if they did Yibam, it works. So this pasta can't can't be exempting them from yibum because if they're exempted from yibum then it shouldn't work. Now, so we're saying right now that chayvilavin don't have yibum. 
only chalitza. So the Gemara says, wait a minute, maybe that Pasuk is referring to Chavi Krisis. The Pasuk is just saying that there's a woman who only does chalitza. Maybe Chavi Krisis only do chalitza, right? We're saying Chavi Krisis do nothing. Maybe they should do chalitza. The answer is, Amar Kra, Im Leyach Batsayish Lakachetz, the problem is you have a different drasha. The different drasha says that you only do chalitza if you can do yibum. So that exempts chavi krisis. Meaning we have two different drashas who sort of contradict each other. One drasha says you should only do chalitza. That we're saying is for chavi lavin. The other drasha says you only do chalitza if you can do yibum. So that exempts chavi charis. So the Gemara says... Huh? It's chavi lavin. Eh? It's a kedusha. It's a mitzvah. Yeah. That's a chavi lavin. Only do chalitza. Chalitza v'loy misayem emes. Right. Oh. Just, you, By the way, do Oh, so we say that's referring to specifically chavi karis. That's what Gemara says. That's specifically chavi karis. So the Gemara wants. Basically, we have two different drushes, like you're pointing out. Chavi karis, chavi chalitza only. That's chavi lavin. The other drusha which says it's all or nothing. You either do both or you do nothing. That's chavi karis. How do you know? How do you know which one to go to which? Again, it's the same point. It's like you have these two halachas and we're matching them up. Right? We're saying that Chayvi Lavin, you just do Chalitza. Chayvi Krisis, nothing, because you can't do both. How, how do you know that, that how do you know that church is going to Chayvi Krisis and that church is not going to Chayvi Lavin? So the Gemara says, How do you know which one to go with which? Go to the next page. It makes more sense that if you're going to include one of them to do something, it would be Chavi Lavin. Chavi Lavin is a marriage that the Torah recognizes, so it makes more sense that we would say that they do Chalitza as opposed to Chavi Krisis, meaning if you have two Joshans in front of you, one is just doing Chalitza, one is doing nothing, it would make more sense that Chavi Krisis is doing nothing. As opposed to Chavi Lavin, which at least it's, it's, a, it's a marriage that the Torah recognizes, so it makes more sense that you do Chalitza. Now, okay, so here's the problem. Now, the problem is right now we're saying that Chayvei Lavin cannot do Yibam. The Torah says not to. Okay. Masiv Rava, the, the Brisa says, Iser Mitzvah, Iser Kedusha, right? If you have an Iser Mitzvah, which is Derabonon, or Iser Kedusha, which is Chayvei Lavin, If you did Yibam, it works. Oh, I, I, I thought, I thought Chayvei Lavin, you can't do Yibam. Right? It says if you do Yibam, it works, and the co-wife is exempt. So, uh, you, so you're telling me that Chavi Lavin is no, it's not Shayech Yibam because the Torah says not to. Over here it says if it, it works. And if you're telling me that the Torah says specifically don't do it, meaning, it's not just like the Torah says don't do it because of Chavi Lavin. The Torah says you are not Shayech, you're not in the parish of Yibam, just Chalitza. So why if you did it, does it work? Only in the parsha chalitza. It's a special tzeis hakasev. You're just in the parsha chalitza. So then, why is it in the erev of Then it's like I guess because the Torah says to do chalitza, they waive the issa regarding chalitza. I guess. I don't know. It's an interesting point. Because not because that's correct. It's an interesting error. point. It's an interesting point. I don't know. So the Gemara said, but we have the kasha. The kasha is the brisa says that by mitzvah and kedusha, meaning kedusha is chavilavin. If you did yibam, it works. So I, 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 thought, I thought they were exempt from evil. So the Gemara says, no, 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 change the girsa. The answer is, let's start the Kedani. Bala Iser Mitzvah, Chalatzla Iser Kedusha. When it says that it works, it's only referring to Iser Mitzvah, because that's only Derabanan. When it says, meaning, so when it says that you do Yibam or Chalitza, it works. Yibam for the Iser Mitzvah. 
Isser Kedusha, which is Chayvilav, and you have to do Chalitza. You have to change the Girsa. So when it says that it works, it's only referring to Isser Mitzvah, which is Durabon. And that, that makes sense. But Chayvilav, where the Torah says not to, that's just you have to do Chalitza. Well, this is Niftar Tzorosa after... Niftar Tzorosa only if you did Chalitza. Oh. Meaning, if you did Yibam, that'll work. I mean, the implication, it said that if you do Yibam or Chalitza, it works. The answer is, Yibam will work for Isser Mitzvah, Chalitza will work for Isser Kedusha. Here's the problem. As I said before, we're going to have problems. The problem is, we're, right now we're saying that the reason why a Kayin Gadol doesn't do Yibam when she's still a Basula, I essay the Chalitza, say... So he said, because the Torah specifically says, Yevimtai, that you just do Chalitza. Here's the problem. We're going to have Bryce's that basically say that if Chavi Lavin did Yivim, it works. We'll just see it inside. So the Gemara says, Masiv Rava, Ptsuadaka, Khrushchevcha, Sris, Adam, Vahazakin. Now these are men, the Gemara will talk about what these are later. These are men who can't have children. Either a type of sterility, either they, uh, part of the body was caught, they had medical, chemical issues. The kids are these, these, these men are, 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 are crushed, the testicle crushed. They cannot have children. The halacha is, is a chavei lavin of marrying such a man. So the question is, what is their relationship for Yibam? So basically the rule is that if a woman falls to them because it's chavei lavin, they are supposed to do chalitza. If they did Yibam, it works. There's the kasha. So let's see it inside. So the Gemara says, They even do chalitza or Yibam, but we're going to see that they're supposed to do Yibam. Ketzar, what's the example? Meisu v'lehem achim. If those men died and they have healthy brothers, so then the halacha is if they have healthy brothers, the truth is the brothers should just do yibam, but it says they, they shouldn't just for the flow of the b'risa, but it's actually not accurate. The Gemara later on will prove, not in this doc, but the Gemara will prove. So if, again, if the, if, the, if the person who died was the sris, was the sterile person, but the brothers are healthy, if the brothers do maimer, or if they give a get, we're going to see a get sort of works as chalitza. You still have to do chalitza, but a get kind of severs the relationship. Or they do chalitza, mashasu also works. And if they do yibam, it also works. But the, the Gemara is going to point out in Dafayin test that they're actually supposed to do yibam because they're healthy. If if a get works, does that mean is that because of is that no? So a, a get or, a get works. No, so so it doesn't really. No, 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 no. It doesn't really matter. A get works rabbinically that once you do a get, you can't do yibum. You still have to do chalitza. The rabbis made it that if you give a get because it looks like you're done, you can no longer do yibum because then it looks like you're marrying your sister-in-law shalav and mitzvah. But you still have to do chalitza because it's only a rabbin. Basically, a get is like a rabbinic chalitza. You still have to do chalitza because you still need a biblical chalitza. (laughs) Then the Gemara says. uh, let's say the brothers who are healthy died and the wife falls to this guy who's a sris if they do maimer, get, or chalitza mashasu works if they did bia, if they did yibam, it'll work but they're not allowed to stay married meaning, it's a loisase you have to realize, and the Gemara is going to point this out all these loisase, right and this is sort of where the Gemara is going to go let's say an almana to a kain gadol let's say you did a seidah Right? How many times can they live together? Just once. The assay is only the first time they live together. Right? It's not like there's a mitzvah every time to live together. Pasuk says you should lahak and lach of shame. You have to live once. Once you once you make the mitzvah, the mitzvah's over. So even for a kohen gadol, the havamin is that they should be able to do one bia, but then they have to separate because then it's it's no longer the mitzvah anymore. Now you're just doing an alosase. So this krushavcha or siris, if he did yibam, it'll be effective. Because he's just a lav. But after that point, you have to get divorced. Because. Why is considered a Because the Torah is never mitzavi to have kids. 
That, that, because that's not in your control. The Torah doesn't tell you to have one beer. That's it. Once you have the one beer with the, with the Yavama, you're Mekayim, your Mitzvah. That's it. Done. I did my job. Then, but that, so now if it's a license, say you'd have to separate. Which, by the way, you're going to see already, maybe that's why in Almana to a Kain Gadol, we don't say, I say, the because it would be very easy for them to continue living together in, in sin. So anyway, the point is, a Khrushchev, who's a Losa, say, if he did Yibam, it works. So here's the Kasha. And if you're saying that in the Torah exempts them from Yibam, in Kanu, then why does it work? Right? Then why does it work? It shouldn't work. It should be that if they did Yibam, it doesn't work. If the Torah says not to, then it means it doesn't work. So the Gemara says, rather forget it. Forget what we said. Really, there's no such thing as like the Torah exempting Chavilavim. It's just there's a lot there. So we have our original question, which is, why does an almana to a kain gadol, if she's a besula, why can't he marry her? Why can't he do yibum? The assay of the of yibum should override the los assay of the almana. If she's a beula, if she's not a virgin anymore, then it's an assay velos assay. I get it, but if she's still a besula, it should be assay dochalosay. That's the original question. So we attempted by giving the answer that chayv uh, eleven. If, she, if she's an if she's an almana and not a besula, that means her. Previous marriage had to be very, very short. They died. Yeah, they died before, before, before the chuppah, before the chuppah. After kedushin, they used to give kedushin and then a year later have the chuppah. So they had a year. They would a year oh, in between. That the, so oh, during that year, the guy died. Oh, it was during those. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. Time. Nowadays, it would be chasu right. a heart attack right. before right. Hare, after Harry right. Magnus right. before. Into, which, into by the way, society, it would be, it's it would also be very brief. Right. To quote Adam Moskovich, you could die dancing. So, <laughs> getting a lot of getting a lot of shout outs and stuff. So this was after. So the Gemara says. So the, the kasha is. So why don't you have a say dochalosa say? So the Gemara says. The answer is an almona even from almona is also an asay. Every almona is an asay velosa say even a basula. Why? That Kedoshim Yi, which is a general assay, we're saying applies to a widow to a Kohen Gadol. So we assume that a widow to a Kohen Gadol, if she's a Basula, is just a Losa say. It's not true, it's a Seva Losa say. Okay, fine. So that's why an Almana, a Kohen Gadol, can never do Yivam. Because it's a Seva Losa say. What about the end of the Mishnah? You know what the Mishnah said? You know, you also don't do Yivam? A Jew to a Mamzer. Why not? A Mamzer is a Losa say. Why don't you have the assay of Yivam override the Losa say? A mamz is just a losa say. It's not a say. It's just a losa say. A say should be the losa say. So the Gemara says, ah, mamzeris in a sinamayikla mamzer. Right? When the woman's a mamzeris, why don't you have the assay of yibum override the iser? And that's just a losa say. The answer is that's also a losa say. Vasei. Why? Hiskadishdem. Because the Torah says you should be holy. That's an assay. Here's the problem. Hiskadishdem is not talking about a mamzeris. It's a general thing in the Torah. It's like kedushim to you. If you're going to start saying that Iskadishim is an assay, then every single loyce say in the Torah is also an assay. Because every, every single, you know, like a tzitzis, right? Shatnas, I say the loyce say. Why? Because Shatnas is a loyce say, and tzitzis is an assay. Shatnas is a loyce say, why is Iskadishim? Right? By you breaking the Torah, you're not being Kaddish. The answer is that's not, that the assay has to be specific. So the Gemara says, Yehoki kolo Torah kulanami assay veloyce say, tzitzis is an so back to the original question, which is, why does an almana to a kain gadol, why doesn't he do yibum if she's just a basula? It's not an assay velosase, because that assay is generic. And it's not, there's no special dispensation. So why doesn't assay do velosase? So the Gemara says, Gezerah amana mineris and ato amana nesun. And it says, we don't want to allow the kain gadol to do yibum with a basula who's a widow, because people will not know the difference, 
and people will start allowing them to do yibum on an, a, a, a widow who's a ba'ula. So the Gemara says, okay, fine. And how come, why don't you say the same thing? Why can't a man do yibam on a mamzeres? And what are you going to say, gzer or what? What are you worried about? So the Gemara says, <laughs> We're afraid that if you do yibam for a mamzeres, then people are going to allow you to marry a mamzeres. Meaning they're going to say, if I could do yibam on a mamzeres, I should be able to marry a mamzeres when it's not yibam. Here's the problem. Then you should never be able to do yibam. Right, because right? if I'm going to marry my sister-in-law, then I'll, maybe I'll, I'll marry my sister-in-law. <laughs> like, meaning, we're not allowing you to do yibam on a mamzeres. I say the say because if you do yibam, then you might come to marry her stam. So the Gemara says, okay. That first of all, you shouldn't you shouldn't do marry your sister-in-law from your paternal sister-in-law because you might, which is yibam, because you might come to marry your maternal sister-in-law, which is not yibam. So the Gemara says no. Uh, no, over there people know. People know that Yibam is based on paternal. So no, there's no concern. So in that case of the Kondo, we say all the time that Kohanim are particular and strict and yeah. know what they're doing. We give them leniencies when otherwise we'd be. Yeah. Wait, why is paternal, paternal not paternal initial? It's interesting. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. It's interesting. I don't know, you, can, uh, you can also look at the opposite. That we should be yeah. more strict with them. It can it really go to half, half in one or the other. So, uh, the, the, what, Eitan, what'd you say? Eternal. Why, why do we. Because the, 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 the Pusik says, says, says that the purpose of Yibam is to continue the inheritance. Inheritance is paternal only, inheritance uh, is not maternal. So the Gemara says the reason why we're not concerned of a gezera, I meaning we'll make a gezera that you can't do yibum on a mamzeres because you might come to marry a mamzeres. Why don't you say that you can't do yibum on a on a paternal sister-in-law because you might come to marry a maternal sister-in-law? People might do yibum on a maternal. The answer is everyone knows yibum is paternal. No one's going to do yibum on a maternal sister-in-law. So the Gemara says, okay, let's keep going. Um, you shouldn't do yibum on a woman who has no kids because you might come to do yibum like Laufer's case. You do yibum with a with a guy who has kids. What's that called? It's called Mamzerim. So why don't you say the same thing? So the Gemara says, I realize also as I'm saying this, it, it, it's listened to a lot of people, about 50 to 60 people listen to the podcast every day. They're going to think Laufer did Yivam. I want to make it clear. Yaakov Laufer did not do Yivam. He just knows a crackhead who did Yivam with the kids. With the kids, And that, that's not Yivam. It's called Mamzerim. So the Gemara says, Tal Rachmana, the other. The answer is, the, the whole purpose of Yivam is to, is to continue when there is no kids. Everyone knows that. It's not something that can be confused. The whole purpose of Yibam is when they don't have kids. Everyone knows that. So the Gemara says, let's keep going. Um, you should never do Yibam on your sister-in-law that's Ba'olam. Gezeira, you might come to do Yibam on Eishas HaShalohei Ba'olam. Right? Meaning, two brothers who are alive at the same time should never do Yibam because maybe you'll do Yibam when they're not alive at the same time. So the Gemara says, Be Yeshiva Talarachman the other. The answer is, the Torah says that that the Pasuk says Yachtov, which means they have to be alive at the same time. So everyone knows this. So the Gemara says, okay, you should never do Yibam on any woman because you might come to Yibam on Islandess. The answer is, Islandess uh, is not very common. So the Gemara says, the whole Gezer, okay, so why don't you do Yibam on Mamzeres? Because if you do Yibam on Mamzeres, you might come to marry Mamzeres. How many Mamzeres do you know? It's not a common thing. We don't make zeris. You know two of them. But how many mamzeris do you know? <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, mamzeris is not a common thing. 
So you can make it. So we don't make a gezerah asering all yibum lest you marry islandess because that's not very common. But a mamzeris is common. Man, a small city. So the Gemara says, <laughs> uh, "This is a small city." Now it happens to be. It could be in those cities. There's just ten percent. It's mina matzli. I don't know. Also, that, that was only if you hold that they, that a guy, the Jew, makes a mamzer, which we Paskin doesn't. Elo yeah. uh, You know what? Forget about. It. Go back to the original question, which is, why don't you do yibam on a kain gadol? I say the say. So we had all our answers. Forget everything that we said. New answer. The answer is very simple. That almana to a kohen gadol. Let's say you, you went through with the notion. Again, how many times can they live together? Just once, because there's only one assay. That means that after the first night, of, they can't live together anymore. We're not going to allow them to do yibum, gezeira, they'll live together a second time. It makes a lot of sense. Tanah mihachi, the Bryce similarly states, <laughs> the Torah specifically says you're only allowed to do Yibam the first time so because uh, that, that's when the Arsai is so we're not going to let them do Yibam because it, it, it's going to lead to problems so then Rava rejected that he says no 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 take that back why Rava said forget I have a better reason again his reason right now why don't you do Yibam by an Almana to a Kain Gadol and I say so Rava said because we're afraid if you do Yibam you'll live together a second time then Rav said, I have a much better answer. What was the question? Do you do if you could avoid it? If you could avoid it, then don't do You could avoid it by just doing chalitza. Meaning, this is sort of what we answered on Daf Dalid of why it isn't Chayvik Karis. When you, you, what do you want? You want the Kain Gadol to do Yibam, let him just do chalitza, which is also a biblical mitzvah. Maybe it's not the preferred method, but it's still a biblical mitzvah, and you don't have to get on to Asi Dechalaisa. As so the Gemara says, La milsi damarish lakish. I have another answer. Komakim shata maitzi asay veloisa say, if you have an asay and oloisa say. Imati yochel kaim shnei mutav. Vim love, yavi asay veyachalaisa say. Asay is only dochalaisa say if you have to. If you could avoid it, you should avoid it. So over here also, hachanami, efshib chalitza, demakayim asay veloisa say. Over here, the kain gadol can do the asay of the mitzvah by doing chalitza, and he could avoid the loisa say by not living with her. So the reason why is not gzeira biyari shayna to bishniya, it's just because it's, it's avoidable by doing chalitza. But then the Gemara says, I imbalu mesve, imbalu kanu. The Brisa says that um, if you do yibam, it works. So what does that tell you? Look at Rashi. Rashi says, Alma midaraisa ramya kamei lemid That means that the Torah is telling you that there is an assay and you should. Meaning, if 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 it was just avoidable and there, the Torah doesn't actually prefer yibam, if it's just like they're both equal, then we would not say if you did yibam, it works. The fact that the Brisa specifically says if you did yibam, it works, I guess that's how the Gemara understands that. So Rashi says, you see that yibam is preferred. So if Yibam is preferred, then you can't just say avoid it by doing Chalitza. No, Chalitza is not the same as Yibam. And therefore, Kasha, uh, Tiyufta, therefore the real answer is we don't allow the first Yibam because lest you have a second Bia. I, I, it's interesting. I, I didn't look at it that way, but... Uh, yeah, I, I don't, it's interesting. I don't, in Balukanu, that tells you that you have to do Yibam. That's interesting. I will right, we'll stop here.